Yeah, that's our um, podcast intro. Welcome to Viewers Cut with Diane and Idris. My name is Idris. And I'm Diane. And today we're going to be talking about Dune. Um, This week I made my return to the movie theaters. First time since the pandemic. Um, Actually, no. We watched Venom. But... Venom was disappointing, so... And A Quiet Place, too. Did we? Yeah. Wow. Okay, I have a bad memory. Okay, but yeah, we watched all those, and we just watched Dune. So, today we'll be reviewing that for you. Yeah, and it took you, like, till the end of the movie to realize why it's called Dune. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't realize that Dune is Dune just because they're in the desert, but... And there are sand dunes. Yes. That was a bit more obvious than I thought, but um, yeah, so let's jump right into it. So Dune, um, we start out with the character, Paul of House Atreides, Atreides. Um, he's from the planet Calden, Caledon, and pretty much the movie starts out with him and his mom. Um, he seems to have some kind of special power he's working on where... His voice can be used to control people. Um, but right now he's still just, I guess, a young teen and he's practicing. Um, we see a little bit of his dad also. So his his dad is actually Duke Leto of House Atreides. And pretty much they are, I guess, the rulers of the planet that they're on, Kaladin. And at the beginning of the movie, they are put in charge by the emperor of the what do they refer to it as imperium imperial whatever. imperium imperium right so the emperor makes um duke leto the new fife ruler of the planet arrakis um arrakis is like this harsh desert planet um we have sand huge sandworms People that are kind of covered from head to toe and live in the heat and live in the desert. Um, and they're given control of this planet. Whereas I think the previous rulers were um, the House Harkonnen. And they are from the planet. I forget what planet they're from. But yeah, so the, I think I believe they used to be the rulers. And now the rulership is given to... Um, Duke Leto and his family from House Atreides. And so they arrive to this planet and I guess the major point of them uh, coming here is because spice is created on this planet. Um, it's created and harvested, well I should say harvested. And spice is kind of the kind of controls everything in their world, right? It's used on food. It's used I don't really know. What else is it used for? I think it's just like their source of economy, kind of. Yeah, it's like the it's like the most valuable commodity, pretty much. And they're on this planet, and eventually it turns out that it was a big plot by the Emperor to actually destroy uh, the House Atreides and have the House Harkonnen take control. So... House Harkonnen, along with some of the Emperor's troops, attack 
um, House Atreides on the planet pretty much completely wipes everyone out um, except for Paul and his mom. And they... Who's called Lady Jessica? Yes, Paul's mother is Lady Jessica from the... What's her people called? <clears throat> the Bene Gesserit? Yes, from the Bene Gesserit. Um, they are this kind of like suit-saying sisterhood people. Um, they have their special voice control powers. Um, we don't know too much from the beginning since they're kind of just thrown in here. But yeah, so him and his mom escape. Even though they were supposed to be exiled by the um, House Harkonnen, they still kind of try to kill them afterwards. But they manage to escape. Many people die along the way, and eventually, towards the end of the movie, they meet up with um, the Fremens in the desert, and that's kind of where the movie ends. Um, Paul has his first real fight towards the end of the movie. We, uh, we see him training throughout the entire movie, but he finally has his first real fight. And yeah, the movie ends. He meets um, Zendaya's character. What is it? Why are you laughing? <laughs> Am I saying her name wrong? Oh, I call her Zendaya. I don't know if it's supposed to be Zendaya. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't even know her. Chani. Chani is her character's name. They say like that? Clearly, I'm not the best at What about Channing? Names. Channing Tatum. Anyway. Um, yeah, so they finally meet towards the end of the movie. Um... Paul has been having visions and dreams of her from the very beginning. And yeah, so they finally meet towards the end of the movie. And that kind of, I guess, is the kickoff for the rest of the series that's going to come later. Yeah, but by the end, Paul and Lady Jessica are welcomed to be a part of the Fremen because he kind of earns their spot by winning this right. duel or whatever he had with one of the Fremen. Yes, he makes his first kill. And, yeah, yeah, I guess... Do you want to just... talk about the groups of people? Yeah, so why don't we jump right into it? You can take that. Well, there are many groups of people. They're, <laughs> like, yeah. races. Yeah. Like, the one that we spoke about was, like, the Bene Gesserit, which is, like, the sisterhood of women, which is supposed to be only women, but for whatever reason... Jessica decided to teach the ways to Paul. And oh, just ever... to jump in real quick. So apparently for thousands of years the Bene Gesserit have been kind of crossbreeding their people with Yeah, I was gonna say that. Oh <laughs> they've been crossbreeding their people with like I guess royal families from different planets. But yeah. Not necessarily royal, just like different races. Okay. Because they're trying to find, like, the one that's supposed to supposedly bridge all the races together, just everyone together. And Lady Jessica believes that that is Paul. And many people believe that that is Paul, like, even a lot of the Fremen. But the group, the Fremen group, are the ones that live in Arrakis. Yes, Arrakis. And they appear to have been pretty much, like, considered, like... I don't know, like, savages, kind of, by ev everyone else, like, in all these other worlds or whatever. Even though 
they because they believe that there's only a few of them. I think they believe. I think they said like fifty thousand in the movie. Yeah. But Duncan, who's played by Jason Momoa, when he goes to like scout the planet out, Arrakis for the House of Atreides, Atreides he he learns that there's actually like a lot more than just fifty thousand fremen on the planet. They're just all hiding underground somewhere. Yeah. And then another group of people is the, how do you say that? Uh, the, okay, so th- that's the House of Harkonnen, I think you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But their planet is the Gaidi Prime. I don't even know if that's mentioned in the movie, mm-hmm. but we just found it online. So yeah. that, 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 that's the planet they're from. But those are pretty much the bald, creepy looking yeah. guys. Do they have blue eyes also? No. no they don't, right? Like, there's also that, like... Actually, I don't know if you saw them because I think maybe you went to the bathroom when they came on. But there's this, like, they look more like fishes, kind of, aliens. They have, like, dark eyes. And they're the ones that were healing um, the main Harkonnen bald guy. Hey, you don't pluralize the word fish. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, there's just like there's many other races, but these are like the main ones that. No, yeah, that we see throughout. Or throughout the, movie. the yeah. Yeah, and I guess it, it it's it's kind of unknown, right? So the Bene Gesserit, they're kind of setting Paul up for this planet specifically, Arrakis. Yeah. Or is it that they're setting him up? to be like the one in the whole universe that's that's what i think I'm they're setting about. him up to be like the one like in the whole universe okay interesting yeah so is it that usually they get one person per planet but no no, no, no. i think they've been waiting for one person for a long time okay because the way jessica says it like she says that They've been waiting for this one person to come along, and they think how this person is finally walking among them. Yep. And they believe that it's him. Yeah. But he's, he is like, what, what, what did you do to me? Because he was never supposed to learn this whole voice power. Yeah. Because he's a male, and apparently only females were supposed to carry this power. Yeah. So no, no. So it's not that only females carry it. It's just that because it's a sisterhood, they they don't want. That's why it's only supposed to be shared, like, among Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Girls. They don't want it to turn into, like, a patriarchy. So mm. they keep it, kind of keep it to the women. Yeah. But, yeah, that those are the main groups of people that we see in the movie. And there are, I guess, a few things that we kind of see over and over. Um, but before that, while we're talking about the... What's her name? What's the main sisterhood lady's name? I don't remember. Hmm. Her name was Reverend Mother, I believe. Um, but yeah, I don't remember the exact name that she goes by. But there is a scene where, you know, the scene where um, I guess she finds out that Lady Jessica has been teaching Paul the entire time. So she kind of wants to test him. Yep. So she brings him into this room in the middle of the night, um, puts his hand or tells him to put his hand into some like weird mystical box and then holds poison to his neck so that he has to leave his hand in the box. And pretty much he's supposed to endure the pain um, that comes from having his hand in the box. And then 
if he overcomes the pain, he passes the test. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that scene mm-hmm. to me was like... Well, she said it was... She was testing his ability to control himself. Since apparently the Reverend Mother knows that Jessica was teaching him the ways of the voice. She tell she tells him like she tells him, Oh, because of like your lineage, you have great power and I need to know that you're able to control it and he assumes that the Reverend Mother means the lineage from his dad. And the Reverend Mother says, No, I mean your mother because I think this at this point I don't think he's aware too much of like where his mother comes from and like the extent of everything that she's a part of. I think that happens in the scene after when they're both talking. Yeah, I just meant like the whole scene with like him being tested. Mm-hmm. It just, I guess, it doesn't give the feeling that I feel like it should, because he kind of overcomes it in like a minute, and sure they show him in pain and he starts sweating or whatever, but it doesn't. Because he's supposed to be the one, possibly. Yeah, I just feel like that scene could have been... I don't know how, but it could have been a bit better. But yeah, um, most of the movie takes place on Arrakis. And one of the other things that we see often on Arrakis is the worm. The Shai Hulud. Mm-hmm. And I guess there are many of them on the planet. I don't know, but um, as soon as a little... Or I wouldn't say a little noise, but if it senses, like, vibrations, I guess, in the ground, it'll kind of go towards that area and attack whoever is there. Um, but... It, it reminds me of that other movie. I don't know if you ever saw it. It reminds me of something, too. But it's like a movie, I think, from, like, the 90s. Some movie. I remember what it was called. The Centipede. No, no, no. There's, it's about huge worms like this, too, that are underground. But I think they're somewhere, like, in Texas or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's a pretty good movie, too. Yeah. It, it made me scared when I was little. Yeah, we'll find out the name next time so we can give you the actual recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I was going to say, there's one scene where the worm is right up in front of him when uh, when Paul and his mom are escaping through the desert. And the worm almost catches up to them. Oh, right. And they show it open up right in front of him and he's standing there. It reminded me of the end of Pirates of the Caribbean 2. Where the Kraken opens up its mouth like right in front of Jack Sparrow and he's about to jump in. Yeah. I think that's just a scene that happens in a lot of movies when they're right in front of this huge monster. Yeah, but you didn't watch Pirates of the Caribbean. so it's okay. I did. Yeah, but you don't like it. I'm just so not okay. a huge fan of it. Pirates of the Caribbean is top three trilogies of all time um but yeah harry potter's up there oh he's a trilogy (laughs) anyway um so yeah so we have the worms on the planet and the the worms is this a spoiler should we say oh i don't uh, think it's a big deal yeah you can go ahead i guess well i was looking up like some stuff about the spice and I learned that the worms are the ones that sort of make the spice. But not much is known either way in general about the spice. Just the fact that this is what seems to give people their colored eyes. Yeah. So all of the all of the Fremen, the people of the planet Arrakis, they all have blue eyes. And they are the ones that cultivate the spice. So I guess just being around the spice all the time, they... Uh, 
I don't think they cultivate that. What do you mean? They're in those machines in the desert that, that were, like, gathering the spice. Are they? Yeah. Who else would have been in it? I don't know. They hired other people. Oh, maybe. I don't know. But, well, that's why their eyes are blue, because they're always around the spice. Yeah. But, yeah. So, also, um, the ha- the leader of the House of Harkonnen, he's, like, this big, bald, like, chubby guy with, like, a long robe, and he floats in the air and all that. With Batista as his right-hand man. Yes, Batista. <laughs> What's Batista's theme song, man? I'm trying to remember it. Dun, dun, dun. No, <laughs> oh I'm kidding. I'm God. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm oh, kidding. I know it's okay. not that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, Dave Batista of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, I don't know what his name is in this movie. Um, but yeah, he's the right hand man. But yeah, um, I guess they all kind of want. The spice, so that's the main thing that they want control over Arrakis for. Um, he's a little bit weird looking. He floats around. Um, everyone from this planet just, I guess they're pale. They're like very, very pale, almost blue kind of. I think that's just like their race. Yeah. Could trait. Be. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, one thing that I was wondering is, so Paul has the voice power, right? Where he can kind of, or he, he's training it, right? But his mom has much more control of it. Towards the end of the movie, when the Fremen confront them in the desert, and they're about to, I guess, attack them because they want their suits, mm-hmm. they, why don't they just use their voice power to tell the Fremen to leave? It, we had kind of talked about this, but I think it's just because he knew that since the other girl, the one that, um, the one that helped him escape. Uh, which girl? The one, the Fremen. The one that knew everything was going to happen, but she oh, still helped him. Oh, 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 I, yeah, I don't know her name. Oh, okay, here it is. Her name is Liet Kynes. Yeah. Kins. I think it's Kynes. Kynes. Yeah, I don't know. We just have all the names up in front of us. Yeah. But since she... I feel like someone else had also told her. I think also just because of all his visions and he knows that he's like somehow destined to be like among the Fremens. I think he didn't want to do that because he wanted to just like gain their respect and their trust. Yeah. Like okay. He doesn't want to like force them into cheat his way kind of into that makes sense. being there. Yeah. Can we talk about this whole destiny thing of his for a second? Um, I don't really get like why he so easily accepts it like because at first he he doesn't want it right Mm -hmm. like when he first finds out and hears his mom talking about it he's like i'm weird i'm a freak or whatever he says right yeah he lashes out on her on the tent so like but then as the movie continues he's kind of just straight up accepting it because he I think it's just I think it's just that feeling of him knowing that he kind of belongs there. Like the fact that he knew how to wear the suit like the Fremen's do. Right. Yep. And with him again kind or whatever it tells him in whatever language he's speaking, he says that the the one will will know how to will dress or like walk as if he had been knew. there before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah something like that. 
Yes, I think, and plus all his visions, remember he sees a vision where, like, there's the Fremen fighting a bunch of, I think, the Harkonnens or whatever. Yep. And he sees himself dressed as a Fremen. I think he knows. He just feels that. Yeah. That's where he belongs. Okay, that makes sense. Plus, there's a girl. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he kept seeing um, Chani. (laughs) I keep saying (laughs) Chani. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. But he kept seeing her in the visions throughout uh, the movie. And he even has one. He has one where she stabs him. He has one where she kisses him. So, like, Mm -hmm. I guess he just really doesn't know what their relationship is supposed to be. But obviously, it seems like he has a crush on her. Um, But, okay, I guess that makes sense. One other thing I was going to ask you about him, about Paul. So, he seems to obviously have this close relationship with um, Jason Momoa's character. Duncan. Uh, Duncan, yeah. Duncan, Idaho. Um, But... Does it seem forced? What do you mean? Like they're acting? Yeah. No, no, no. Just like they're obviously supposed to be very close, right? Mm-hmm. Just from the way they interact, you can kind of tell. But I feel like there's no... There's no backstory to the two of them together. Yeah, I mean, there isn't backstory too much in the first movie. That's true. The first movie is... There's a lot that's unanswered yeah and it was two hours and 20 minutes long yeah and but to be honest it didn't feel like it it felt much it just felt like a it didn't drag at all yeah it was a pretty good movie yeah um yeah and i was surprised i only took one pee break for for a movie that's over two hours long normally i take two yeah i was holding it in for the last hour yeah um (laughs) but yeah it's a it's a very comparable to other like trilogies or like sci-fi movies out there um lord of the rings specifically like i know a lot of people trying to compare it to lord of the rings but i feel like it's more it's weird there are aspects of it that are more sci-fi and then there are aspects of it that are just more fantasy Mm -hmm. right so throughout the whole movie, there's like, you hear voices and like when he has his visions, they play this very like mystical music and sounds in the background. And I guess in that sense, it's a bit more like fantasy towards the end of the movie. I feel like it lacks a big ending. And then it nah. really well, here's what I was gonna say as it, it lacks a big ending, but then it's also kind of the start of their journey. Yeah. And in that way, it reminded me of Lord of the Rings. Um, at the end of Fellowship of the Ring, there is a battle, the, ba- the battle where uh, Boromir dies um, when they're fighting against all the orcs. But then Sam and Frodo kind of start off together on their own journey to Mordor. So in that sense, it was kind of um, similar. But I feel like other than that, I haven't really seen too many comparisons to Lord of the Rings so far. What about Star Wars? Star Wars, 100%. Like, <laughs> one, just being on uh, Arrakis, desert planet with technology, right? So, just automatically reminds you of Star Wars. Because uh, Luke is from Tatooine. And it's like, same thing, kind of deserty planet. And uh, they have, you know... Star Wars technology. 
Yeah. Um, there's a lot of pretty interesting technology that they use. Specifically on Arrakis, the suits that they wear, mm-hmm. they, it's it's not like huge suits. It's like body tight suits, kind of. And pretty much it recycles their sweat and what else does it recycle? Tears. Yeah, it recycles their sweat. And Just their, like their bodily yeah, fluids. Yeah, bodily fluids into like water for them to have. Since they live in the desert, so I th- I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, it just it also just mainly protects them from the heat. Yeah, because it's supposed to be like crazy hot there. Yep. Yeah. So there's the uh, those suits that they're wearing. Um. They all have well, not they all have, but just the fact that there are these little ships that they fly around with, that also reminded me of Star Wars, though Star Wars obviously kind of takes shows you the universe and planet to planet travel a lot more and this movie just kind of takes place i kind of wish they'd shown that more maybe they'll show it in later movies yeah it could be because like we were saying this movie is so much happened but at the same time it was just like a little bit of everything Mm -hmm. so no one thing was like explored too much or shown too much um what else what else was uh like very sci-fi related their force field force field suits or whatever what about that yeah like the one that comes from like like some sort of like bracelet thing that they have on them all the time oh i didn't even know that's what it came from. i don't know they just have it on their hand yeah but it's what does it do it just sort of like repels whatever comes at them yeah, so one thing I was wondering, right? I was like, why are they fighting with swords, right? Mm-hmm. It's obviously, they obviously have some very advanced technology, but they're using swords to fight each other. Like, why don't they just shoot each other? But apparently the suit protects them from that. From what? From like bullets or like projectiles. Yes. It protects them from like... Because I had to look this up because we were pretty curious to how exactly that worked. But yeah, supposedly this these like force field shield things that they have protect them from things coming at them that are like coming very fast at them. So the point of using the swords, they're supposed to train in a form of fighting that allows them to like be quick. Yeah. But also slow down right at the point of where the force field is. And just so they can penetrate. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I- Apparently that's why in the last scene, well not the last scene, but towards the end when he's fighting the Fremen. Yeah. You remember how then um, the Fremen, they start like getting angry and they're like, oh, like what is he doing? Like, is he toying with him? Mm-hmm. With the Fremen? Is Paul toying with the Fremen? Yeah. And then part of it is what the mom says that the fact that he's never killed anyone before. But they were saying, but I think it also could be the fact to the, relate to the fact that he's never fought without his shield. So it is also his first fight without the shield. Okay, he has so he to naturally like, stops at that point where the shield would be to yeah, try to force it in. I guess, yeah. Okay, I guess that. Not kind even of... that, but just like the fact that it, he has to adapt to actually fighting the yeah. way the Fremen is fighting because they can't use the force 
yep. the thing because it will cause like the worms to go to them. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of interesting technology that they use. And I'm honestly, I'm glad they have the whole force field thing because it actually gives it a reason for fighting with swords. Yeah. Whereas in like Star Wars, no one has that, but somehow laser beams just magically miss all the time, <laughs> like when the characters are running by. Unless, of course, they have the force and they can shield against it or whatever. Um, but yeah, overall, really good movie. Comparable to the... I don't know when the original movie came out. Um, Way back, maybe like 19... I think it was 1980-something or 1970-something. But the original movie has a rating of like 44% on Rotten Tomatoes. 1984. 1984. 1984. What? The book. Oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the original has like a 44% rating. And then this uh, new one has 83%. And I guess that makes sense. Trying to make sci-fi movies back in the day. Not like the proper technology for it. Yeah, I do want to point that out. That, like, just the scenery and all everything in the movie, I think it's pretty good quality. Like, yeah. the way everything is done. Like, I feel like they probably use a lot of green screen for a lot of that. And it still all looks pretty realistic. Yeah. um, It's kind of weird, though. Like, I feel like we didn't get to see enough of it because the whole movie is set on a desert planet. Do you, wait, did they record it in the desert? Do you know? I highly doubt. Maybe they recorded some parts of it. Maybe. Okay, so even if they didn't. Yeah. I think it's still pretty good. Yeah. Images. It was a great movie. And I'm glad we watch it in IMAX because the scenes where like there's this kind of ethereal music. I don't even know what ethereal means, but <laughs> sounds like the right word to use here. Um, Playing in the background, very like mystical sounds. It just sounds a lot better in theaters watching it. Mm -hmm. So I have HBO Max and it's on HBO Max. But I feel like it's just one of those movies where you have to watch it in theaters just because it's like big and epic. I do feel it kind of lacked an epic scene. Yeah, there was no like, there wasn't a huge battle, even though they were. Yeah, yeah, there was kind of. I guess also just because they have better technology and ways to fight off people, like better defense systems or whatever, there isn't much of fighting that needs to happen. I guess that yeah. kind of makes sense. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think like each base or each planet or whatever has like a Overall shield. shield yeah. yeah, that formed over <clears throat> it. But yeah, um... Really good movie. Yeah, one thing that sucked about watching in the theaters, though, is that so whenever they spoke in this other language, they would put subs. Mm -hmm. But then there's times where it would be English, but it's like muttered. And for example, Lady Jessica, she's muttering to herself and she's like, this is an example of how it was. We can't give it to the fear. We can't give it to the fear. I don't know if that's us being used to watching things with subtitles, though. No, bro. It was way too fast way too muttered like you don't know what yeah, the heck she was part. saying i probably understood 90 percent of what the dialogue yeah in and the movie and outside of those weird muttering parts like i was saying there are moments where like paul is hearing voices mm-hmm. for example when he's staring at the 
when he's having his vision in the desert right before the worm comes and he's mm. hearing voices but like we couldn't even tell what the voice was saying so i feel mm. like maybe subs there would have helped also i guess i can also just open it back up on hbo max and see what they were saying but yeah that was that was probably my biggest gripe with this movie yeah i think it was a pretty good prequel and setup for what's to come like we know and we know that at some we know that lady jessica's pregnant we know at some point she's gonna have oh, her yeah. baby i forgot about that okay so like what if he's not the one yeah that's what i thought too wow we're on the same page do you think everyone thinks that and i'm not actually that smart probably okay i mean it's like a possibility right maybe him and Channy, Shanny, <laughs> whatever her name is. Maybe they're sort of setting it up. We do see he does have a vision of them together, sort of conquering other areas. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen with Lady Jessica, the baby. We don't know exactly if they are supposed to be like romantically related, Paul and Zendaya in the movie. Yeah. Is. Is this supposed to be a trilogy series? Well, there are five books, I think. Right. I that, don't know that's what, what I knew. The... There are more than five, three books, but... I think the movie is supposed to be three. Yeah, because can't do a four-movie series anymore. Everything has to be a trilogy, so... I would I would totally be down if it ended up being five movies. Yeah. Well, if I they mean, actually, like, you know... Yeah. Do it well, which I think they could. I think the first one was a pretty good setup, like I said. Yeah. I'm surprised that they released it on HBO Max. Like, it seems like such a theater movie. Oh, wait. Do they show that guy dying? Gurney? Gurney? Oh, his other trainer, Gurney? Yeah. Do they show him dying? Uh, that's a good question. They show him fighting. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember. Maybe he's time. alive. I doubt it. Because everyone in the first movie, like, the dad died. Duncan died. Yeah. I wonder if... I also don't think that girl... I think Kynes... I think she's probably... She might be alive. Yeah, well, she got stabbed in the back, so... Yeah, but she's a Fremen. In right? the desert. Yeah, yeah even maybe. though... And they, like... It's pretty cool how they show how they learn to ride the worms. Oh, no, dude, she got... I, I forgot, but she got straight up swallowed by the worms. Hey, she... maybe she's a Fremen. She's been there her whole life. Maybe she figured out a way. Yeah, so I, I know what you know. She... she she was like holding these, I guess, things that will, that should help her ride the worm, like yeah. stabs into the worm, and it's like a rope or whatever, and she can hold on to it. Mm -hmm. But in the movie, they just show it like she got swallowed. Maybe she didn't. I just liked her. I hope she's yeah. still alive. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, everybody kind of died in the first movie, besides mm -hmm. the two main characters in Paul and his mom, Lady Jessica, and I guess. Uh, Chani, a.k.a. Zendaya, a.k.a. Zendaya, will be a main character in the next movie. What do you rate it? I would probably give it a 8.5. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because it was a setup movie, I feel like it wasn't too fantastic. I think it did. Yeah, it wasn't crazy, like, in terms of plot yeah there wasn't too much going on yeah so like I a lot of it was left in suspense and to be like a mystery which i guess will be answered in the later movies yeah there's a lot that we 
clearly don't know about like more mm-hmm. about the emperor and the imperium and about yeah. house harkonnen and i would suggest that if you watched the movie and you liked it and you're looking forward to the next ones that come do not search this because i did <laughs> and i just spoiler i got something pretty important spoiler yeah um, like i searched for paul and i opened like i guess the fan wiki page or whatever mm-hmm. and i knew like i saw something but i knew if i scrolled further it was, it was just gonna be like yeah. spoiler after spoiler i think that's why i give it an 8.5 because a lot of it is meant to be a mystery yeah i guess i mean i give it that's the feel that they're going for i think they did a good job you know enough to keep watching yeah but a, but you there's still a lot unknown yeah don't get me wrong it wasn't boring like i literally didn't realize to an at like two hours and 20 minutes was like yeah. passing by. But at the same time, I would still give it like a seven or 7.5 just because it is what it is. It's a setup movie. Um, But yeah, I guess that's it for Dune. Um, Oh, actually, just real quick. What did you think about the fact that Zendaya was only in it for seven minutes? I didn't really care too much because I wasn't interested in the movie like just for her. Yeah, I didn't care, care. It was just funny because obviously she's probably like the most popular actor in the movie. So they use her for like advertisements oh, and yeah. marketing like everywhere. But yeah, it was just funny that she's only in it for seven minutes. I guess some people were disappointed because they're yeah, fans of big her. Big fans or whatever. But yeah. um, Any movies coming out that you're looking forward to? Spider Man. When's that come out? No Way Home. December 17th. Ooh. I didn't... For some reason, I feel like I thought it was, like, beginning of next year or something. Yeah, I think before... I mean, I think after that one, it's going to be a while before we get more Marvel movies. What about Eternals? there's a lot for 23. Yeah, I want to see Eternals, too. I heard it's bad. But it's gotten really bad. Are you the one that told me it's bad? It's gotten pretty bad reviews, supposedly. Yeah. Supposedly it's gonna it's like the worst rated Marvel movie. Well, MCU Marvel movie. Because like towards the end of like the X Men No one comes out this Friday. Yeah. Towards the end of like the X Men franchise. Mm -hmm. Like um I think I can't remember what the last movie that they came out with where it's just a bunch of like teenage mutants that had like terrible ratings. Dark Phoenix had terrible ratings. It seems like whenever they're just trying to extend and re and introduce like new characters, it tends to go downhill. Um, I am looking forward to One Piece Strong World. Huh? Oh wait. What? Uh, the Matrix no. Resurrection is also December twenty second. Yeah. After I've been rewatching them, I need to watch the third one again so far i'm a little disappointed but i guess it can't be that yeah i'm not a one piece fan so i'm not clifford the big red dog (laughs) i did used to watch clifford i didn't even watch a trailer for it but i see like the cover photo for the movie Mm -hmm. and it's like he's in a city yeah but clifford's not from the big city yeah he is no, he's not. He's in the city. Isn't it like suburbs? No, yeah, but he's from the city, and then he gets too big in the city, and then they move to the suburbs. Oh, yeah. I forgot mm. about that. That's in the theme song, bro. How did I forget yeah. about that? Wow, that's crazy. I can't 
can't believe I forgot. Oh, I also want to watch. Um, it's gonna be called King Richard with Will Smith. He's gonna play. It's gonna be about Serena and Venus Williams and like, but it's gonna be about the dad and why he got them into tennis and all that. Oh, and just like Will Smith as an actor. Yeah, I'm not like a huge. Well, you know, I'm not a huge fan of like those. <laughs> Nonfiction dramas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I am so. There's a new Resident Evil coming out. Oh yeah, November twenty fourth. Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. <laughs> raccoon or raccoon? Raccoon. Raccoon City. <laughs> the King's yeah, Man. Yeah, but it's different people. The King's Man is coming out. King's Man. Yeah, you know the Kingsman movies. I guess oh, it's originally... called The King's Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's what it is originally. Right. Oh, Those are honestly, pretty good. probably the one that I'm looking forward to the most, Sing 2. Is it Pixar or DreamWorks or whatever? But mm. it's just like, it's the movie. It's pretty much an anthropomorphic movie. It's just animals. Um, But they're chasing their singing dreams. I don't know. I, <laughs> I really... Why do you sound so into it? I really enjoyed the first one. I don't I made, think I ever really saw the first one. I made one. my family watch it. Like I think I saw older. half of it, and then I wasn't I wasn't feeling it too much. That's good. But anyway, a lot of good good movies coming out. Um, anything else before we before we're done? Nope. As always, if you've listened to the end, message us on Instagram. At viewers cut. <laughs> Wait, no one messaged you, right? No, no one messaged you, <laughs> so I guess nobody listens to the end. <laughs> Messages at viewers cut on Instagram. The word soapy. Soapy. I'm not telling you how to spell that. You figure it out. S O A. No, don't. All right, whatever. P Y. Okay. <laughs> and you can win. A dollar. No, you know what? About- every every podcast we take it up a dollar. You can win two dollars. Did we do this last week? Yeah. Well, this is the third, so we should make it three dollars. No. Just okay. so it's in sync. Okay, 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 fine, fine. But do we double it or do we increase it by a dollar? No, 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 just by a dollar. No, let's double it, bro. Okay, why let's double it? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Only since no one's okay. listening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess if this is the third episode, right, it would be $4. So message us the word soapy, and you can win $4. Only Venmo or PayPal. Yes. And Zelle, I guess. Yeah, or Zelle, if you live in the United States of America. Um, Shout out to all our Canadian <laughs> listeners. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all. Peace.